I've done extraditions. It's really easy. It's not a long process. We in the U.S. have to arrest these POCs, these so-called friends on a girl's getaway. We got to arrest them. We take them to court. And there's just a couple of questions. You get their fingerprint and you say, are you Gary Davidson? And if the person says yes, it's all over because you have a signed governor's warrant from Mexico. And all you need to do, you don't have to establish guilt or innocence. All they have to do is establish, are you Gary Davidson? And if you tell me no under oath, I compare your fingerprints. I see that it's you. And bye-bye. You're, you got a chain on your hands and you're on the way to Mexico. That's all there is. It's not a fact-finding uh, investigation in court. It's very simply, are you Gary Davidson? That's all I want to know. That's all an extradition is. Joe Bruno have been trying to track down at least four of Shanquella Robertson's frenemies and they are not responding. And we're also going to be discussing Nancy Grace and how she broke down the case so eloquent. And so we know that Nazir did not show up and his attorney showed up in the place, right? And so when you think you about that street life, you're really not. It, it takes you back to where you wanted to fit in and you really didn't know what you were doing. You thought you was L. Chapo, right? And there's only one El Chop, okay? And nobody else can do it like him, the mastermind, the big cartel drug lord. And so Nancy Grace, along with Department of Justice, attorneys, renowned doctors, practicing attorneys, and a whole bunch of other judges and officials she'd been sitting down with trying to break this case down bit by bit. And so no, Nazaire Wiggins did not show up for his hearing because he was afraid. He's a coward, just like the rest of them. But if you stay tuned, you will hear what will happen to them once they are extradited back to Mexico. All right, let's get into it. Okay, so first we're going to listen to how Nancy Grace broke down pretty much what we already have discussed here on our channel and have confirmed a lot of things that I had already mentioned and talked about. And so I want you all to listen to how she broke it down. Her team that she had brought together for Shanquella, they also have spoken with Shanquella's a mother. And so nobody on their team have ever been a prison. Nobody on their team has ever been in jail. Okay. And so credibility and the words that come out of your mouth are very important, right? And you're not just trying to do a come up on Shanquella's name, but you really mean what you say and what you're doing. And so without further ado, we're going to get into the first part of Nancy Grace and how she broke it down. You won't see Nancy Grace discussing reality TV on her platform, right? Because that's not where her audience is based around. And YouTube has an algorithm that when they detect a change in your audience and in your platform, your views will plummet over time, right? It would be stagnant. And every now and then when things are trending, 
that's when you'll pick back up, right? But then you go back where you started, okay? It's just like a snail. A snail is never gonna go faster than where it, you kind of get where I'm going. Anyway, let's start with Nazir Wiggins, you know, the big liar, the one of the masterminds uh, behind all of this allegedly, and how Joe Bruno, the journalist, that I've been following from the beginning, right? In North Carolina, all credits go to him for staying on top of this, feet on the ground, knocking on doors, looking for answers. All right, stay tuned for that video. And right after that would be Nancy Grace. Please like, comment, share, and subscribe, and stay tuned for Joe Bruno and Nancy Grace. Tonight, the family of Shanquella Robinson is still slowly getting answers after her mysterious death in Mexico. The Mexican attorney general has issued an arrest warrant for an unidentified friend who was on that trip. Today, Channel 9's Joe Brunel traveled across North Carolina to try to track down four of the friends who were on that trip. He's live tonight with what happened out there. Joe. Well, federal and international investigations are still ongoing into the death of Shanquella Robinson, and I'm still trying to get a hold of the people that were on that trip with her. One of the hundreds of cases on the docket in the Gaston County Court Thursday morning belonged to one of the people who went on the trip with Shanquella Robinson. He pleaded guilty to a minor speeding charge, only having to pay $15 plus court fees. Our hope was to talk to him after the case. But he wasn't here. An attorney appeared on his behalf and told me he isn't representing him in the Shanquella Robinson case. Since nearly everyone on the trip with Robinson has changed or disconnected their number, we hit the road trying to get in touch with them in person. No one was present at the first home in Jamestown. But as I rang the doorbell, I noticed a business card taped to the door. The Forsyth County Sheriff's Office declined to comment, citing an ongoing investigation. We had no luck in Winston-Salem at a home associated with another person on the trip. And after a 45-minute ride to another home in Greensboro, I was told the person who was on the trip no longer lives there. Because no suspects or people of interest have been identified in this case, we are not naming any of the people that were on the trip with Shanquilla Robinson. And as we have been reporting, the state attorney general did issue an arrest warrant for one of the people on the trip. At this time, we have not been able to confirm any arrests has been made, and the state attorney general's office is not identifying that person at this time. Reporting live in North Charlotte, Joe Bruno, Channel 9 Eyewitness News. All right and love you and i never spoke with again and what about the people standing by and watching take a listen to our cut 11. this is our friend matt revers at gma we got our first day buddy a new video surfacing showing shanquilla resting in a hammock at some point before the trip turned deadly buddy 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 i heard some stuff you know a dead body dead body and you know that just made me wonder you know that was their plan all the time this on the heels of the now viral video, too violent to show, of a female roommate appearing to assault Shanquilla. They just stood there and watched and didn't even try to stop it or break it up. She wasn't even fighting back. They attacked her. And what about these so-called friends since they've all come home from Mexico? Take a listen to our Cut 17, Anne-Marie Green, Dana Jacobson, CBS. Shanquilla was sweet, very kind. She had a heart of gold. She loved everybody. She didn't mistreat nobody, never. never. No one could possibly ever say anything bad about her because she was a good person. 
Was she close friends with the people that she went on this trip with? Well, all I know that she went to college with them. That one of the guys supposed to have been her best friend. And he had went on family trips with us, you know, and he'd been to the family house. We all been on trips together, you know, just good time. And um, I never thought that he could be that low to do my child like that. Have you heard from him since all of this happened? Yeah, he came to the house four days in a row until he found out we knew what the autopsy said. And you haven't seen him since? I haven't seen him since. So let me understand this, Mrs. Robinson. The friend, Kalia Cook, comes to your house several times after they get home from their vacation. But as soon as the true cause of death comes out, this um, dislocation, the atlas luxation of the spinal cord, then he suddenly quits showing up. And I bet you haven't heard from any of them ever since you learned the true cause of death, right? Yeah, it's true. Because you know they're all lying. Yes. And they know that you know. What I don't understand is why the case is not moving forward. What's going on with the Mexican authorities? Take a listen to our cut 14, our friends at WSOC. Investigators in Mexico now say they believe that Robinson was killed. It's significant because her parents said that they were originally told that she died of alcohol poisoning. So if they know she was killed, she was murdered, what's the holdup, Gary Davidson? The holdup is uh, extradition. Extradition is a process where individuals are summoned uh, through official channels between governments to return to the place where they are alleged to have committed a crime. And in this case, um, the Mexican government is seeking extradition of the individual who uh, is accused of uh, actually undertaking the, the, uh, the attack. Uh, on the on the uh, on the on the uh, victim, um, and um, so there's a that's a process, a court process that has to be filed has to be followed by the United States government, and um, ultimately uh, there is an ex- there is a treaty between the United States and Mexico. Gary, I've done extraditions. It's really easy. It's not a long process. We in the U.S. have to arrest these POCs these so-called friends on a girl's getaway. We got to arrest them. We take them to court. And there's just a couple of questions. You get their fingerprint and you say, are you Gary Davidson? And if the person says yes, it's all over because you have a signed governor's warrant from Mexico. And all you need to do, you don't have to establish guilt or innocence. All they have to do is establish, are you Gary Davidson? And if you tell me no under oath, I compare your fingerprints, I see that it's you, and bye-bye. You're, you got a chain on your hands, and you're on the way to Mexico. That's all there is. It's not a fact-finding uh, investigation in court. It's very simply, are you Gary Davidson? That's all I want to know. That's all an extradition is. Then you send the person to the venue, the jurisdiction, to be tried. Isn't that right? Uh, in most instances, that's, that, is, that is correct. Of course, we're assuming that the U.S. government has been able to locate the individual that they're seeking, um, which is you know, not something you can always assume. Gary, they're all over Facebook. How hard can it be? One would think by now it would have been accomplished, but uh, I'm not behind the scenes, so I can't answer. I can't answer beyond that. Miss Robinson, he's right. Gary Davidson is correct. Miss Robinson, what are they telling you? Well, they're not telling me anything. They're not even telling me who this name is on the arrest warrant that they have. 
But um, we know there's a one out there, and um, we're hoping that they relocate them real soon. We haven't heard any more. Do you know where these girls are? No. I have no idea. Well, they went to college with her. They could afford a Mexican vacation. They had to have a passport. We've got to know where they live. They stopped the passport. They know where each one of them live. All of them is is somewhere hiding. None of them is at the address that's on on their passports. None of them there. I'll tell you what. And when the ambulance got there, they said the ambulance was working on her. And as I got from reports saying that the ambulance was working on her for two to three hours, but no one ever decided to take her to the hospital. Mm-mm. Now, here's another thing. How can you be resting and unresponsive? Like when they try to, did they try to get her to, to talk to you on the phone? Well, start at the beginning. When you get the call, where are you? When I got the call, I was out eating. Okay, so in you're you were uh, what in North Carolina? Yes. So North Carolina time, it was what seven o'clock at night. It would have been about yeah, about six or seven. Okay, so she is in San Jose del Cabo, Mexico. So that I think would have been three hours behind. Like they're on California time, correct? Yes. So four p.m. their time, seven p.m. ish your time. You get a call, and who called you? Celia Cook. Who's that? That's what have been her best friend. Did you say Salaya Cook? No, Kalia Cook. Oh, the the man. Yes. And he was a friend of hers. He had gone on family vacations. You knew him, right? Yes. Okay. Were they romantically involved? No. Okay. Just a friend. Look, it happens. A lot of people can't believe that happened. Can happen. I've had a best friend since law school, a best friend man, study partners the whole way through. So it does happen. So Kalia Cook is her friend. And he calls you, correct? Yes. And he says what to you? That Shanquilla wasn't feeling good. He thinks she had drunk too much. She had alcohol poison. And I say, what is alcohol poison? Because I, I didn't even know what alcohol poison was. Okay, with me, uh, someone that can answer that question very well, Dr. Kendall Crowns, Chief Medical Examiner, Fort Worth, lecturer at University of Texas and Texas A&M, faculty, University of Texas Medical Branch, Dr. Crowns, what is alcohol poisoning? Alcohol poisoning is when you get so much alcohol in your system that it actually is uh, fatal to your body. Uh, alcohol can be toxic to your heart and also your liver. So when you have a really, really high level of alcohol, it can cause basically poisoning of these organ systems. So it's usually seen in someone who has been binge drinking and you know, the standard alcohol level is uh, legal limit is about 0.08 in most jurisdictions. And once you get into a 0.3.4 area, most people will be have so much alcohol on board that it'll, it will kill them. And that is a lot of alcohol. Okay, so, uh, okay, hold on, hold on. I'm trying to reconcile what you're saying with what Miss Robinson was told, take a listen to our friend Victor Canato. On October 29th, one of the guests staying at the resort called for help around 2 p.m. Upon arriving, medical professionals were informed that Robinson had drunk a lot of alcohol. A doctor reportedly said she was stable but dehydrated, suggesting she may be treated at a hospital. The guests insisting she remain at the villa. A police report stating Robinson went into cardiac arrest and was declared deceased around 6 p.m. There you go. That's why she didn't go to the hospital. Did you hear that? The guests, her girlfriends, insisted she stay there at the hotel. 
That's why she wasn't taken to the hospital. Now, wait a minute. She went into cardiac arrest, according to what we just heard. But uh uh-uh. None of this is fitting together. Take a listen to our friends at ABC. But those reports differing from an autopsy obtained by ABC News stating that medical professionals arrived at the villa around 3 p.m. and declared her dead within 15 minutes, citing that Robinson died from a severe spinal cord injury and a dislocated neck. But this to happen to her is just just terrible. You know, I just couldn't believe it. It's like I'm still asleep. Like. I can't wait for a jury to hear about how they hid under the bed at mommy's house while yeah. cops are trying to find them more evidence of guilt. Tip line yeah. 888-407-4747. Repeat, 888-407-4747. At this point, Gary Davidson, wouldn't you say it's on the U.S. Marshal in the jurisdiction of North Carolina to find them? Yes, indeed. And uh, and they have resources, obviously, uh, to bring to bear uh, with the FBI if, in fact, these people have, uh, these individuals have fled from North Carolina. They, they will be caught. Uh, they don't sound like the people, the type of people who have unlimited funds. They're not criminal masterminds either, Gary. They're the ones that posted the video. So, okay, you heard Gary Davidson. U.S. Marshals, it's time for you to do what you do best and bring these people to extradition to Mexico where they can rot in a Mexican jail cell. <laughs> 